Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones, Give broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Mike Epps, Mindy Kalin, Sarah Hyland, Kevin Costner, Jesse Smollett, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care would love you just the same. For more information about adoption, visit AdoptUsKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertained, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. Oh, and also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a mostly sunny 88 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening out there on the phone lines, on your computers, on your laptop. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how has everyone week been so far? I hope you had a good one. I can't believe it is the last week of June. You know, last week was the, uh, the official start of summer, and now we're into the second week. There's a heat wave. I don't know where you guys are, but I know here in the United States there's a heat wave, heat wave around the whole East Coast. Uh, I heard on the news that there was also 
well, the, according to the Day Show, Al Roker, he said it's a world heat wave. So for all my listeners out there in Europe, we're going through it too. So all you have to do is just try to stay inside, keep cool, drink lots of liquid, and try not to get into that heat because it can be dangerous. So I know I wasn't here last week. You know, going close to the end of the year with with school and everything, I just celebrated a birthday. It gets a little hard to do the show week week after week, but I'm back this week, so I hope everyone is having a good day today. So let's talk about this week's show. The BET Awards was this past Sunday night. There was a lot of big winners at that night, a lot of big surprises. Uh, my girl Rihanna, she uh, made a special appearance to uh, to honor our girl Mary J. Bly with uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, another big winner of the night is uh, Cardi B. She won for Best Female Hip Hop Artist and also Album of the Year for her album Invasion of Privacy. But um, Cardi is going through, you know, she's still got some legal issues. You know, she has been um, entangled, you know, due to her alleged involvement in a ball at a New York strip club last year. And according to TMZ, the grand jury had indicted Offset White on 14 charges, including two counts of felony attempt assault with intent to cause serious physical injury. The other charges include misdemeanor, reckless endangerment, assault, criminal uh, solicitation, conspiracy, and harassment. So we'll see. I'll tell you more about it, what's going on with her, but congratulations to her for winning Album of the Year and uh, Best Female Hip-Hop Artist. Also, uh, yesterday, June 25th, was it marked the 10th anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. And this week, uh, Janet Jackson is talking about her brother's 10th year anniversary, and she's talking about um, about Michael Jackson's legacy, despite the uh, the uh, um, the allegations and uh, the uh, the alleged uh, molestation claims um, that that was in the documentary Leaving Neverland. So Janet Jackson, she talks about her brother and how his musical impact uh, will not be diminished and uh, because people still love Michael Jackson, people still love his music, people still dance, try to emulate his dance style, his dance mood. So we're going to be talking about uh, what Janet Jackson is uh, talking about her brother this week. Also this week, um, Mike Epps is a married man again. I guess uh, three times is the charm, I think, or two two times is the charm. Um, we'll talk about that. Minnie Kalin did something special for her birthday. You know, her birthday was on Monday, June 24th, and I'll tell you how she marked her 40th birthday and how she celebrated. Also this week we're going to be talking about uh, actress Sarah Hyland. Uh, you know her from the Modern Family star. Well, you know, she, you know, she was having some issues with her health, and apparently just recently she had a, uh, she had a four-day hospital stay, but when they had checked her in, she didn't even know what was the reason why she couldn't figure out why she had to come there. You know, they couldn't find anything, so I'll tell you more about it. And Kevin Costner stunned fans for the first time when he talked about 
his hit 1992 film with Whitney Houston about the bodyguard, he reveals some interesting news about the movie poster. I'll give you the latest. And also the latest on Jesse Smollett. Apparently, the Chicago police official just released nearly 70 hours of investigative video footage in relation to Jesse's case. I'll tell you more about that. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day. Hit it. All right, before we get to that, I want to do do a recap of some of the highlights of, of the 2019 BET Awards. If you missed it or uh, you couldn't see the whole show, the I have the complete winner list. And it has, uh, it, they had it this Sunday night, June 23rd, live at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. Cardi B, like I had mentioned earlier, was the only one who bagged more than one award at the annual va- event, taking home two awards. Uh, also, fellow nominees, uh, she, she beat fellow nominees, including Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma, and Lizzo. Uh, she also won, again, Best Female Hip Hop Artist Award in addition to nabbing Album of the Year for her debut album, Invasion of Privacy. Another musician who won the same category as last year was Beyonce, who she won for Best Female R&B Pop Artist Award. In the male category, Best Male Hip Hop Award was the uh, post homeless won by uh, Nipsey Hussle as Bruno Mars was announced as the winner for Best Male R&B Pop Artist. On the other hand, Regina King was presented with Best Actress Award, while Michael B. Jordan took home Best Actor. In the sports category, uh, Stephen Curry won Sportsman of the Year with Serena Williams bagging home its female counterpart. There was also the Special Lifetime Achievement Award given out during the live ceremony with Mary J. Bly being named the honoree. Now, following an introduction by Rihanna, Mary delivered a moving speech in which she explained her resilience both in life and career, calling herself a servant despite being a living legend. And this is what she said, quote, being a servant is not always glamorous or popular, but it's the job and the assignment I was given. It's because in order to be an authority, I have to learn how to come under authority because when the glory is placed on me, I give it back to God immediately. This journey has always been bigger than me, and my mission is not only just to survive right now, it's to thrive and continue to make history while I do it, unquote. You know, Mary J. Bly been uh, through a lot these last couple of years with the divorce of her husband, that whole nasty divorce, and just, you know, doing movies, keeping herself busy, doing movies, doing music, doing all kind of things. So we are so happy and just excited that she won this because uh, she – wasn't just named the queen of hip-hop soul for nothing, you know. And, and once again, at the BET Awards, she did a, a medley of all her hits from the 90s and the early 2000s. And she uh, also, her hit song with uh, uh, Little Kim, Little Kim was there to perform with her with their hit. And Method Man, he was there. So it, it was just, it was the best part of the night. It was the best part of the night. Also, other winners for the BET Awards was a Best Group Award went to Migos, 
Again, Best Male R&B Pop Artist went to Bruno Mars. Best Collaboration Award went to Travis Scott featuring Drake for Sicko Mode. Best New Artist went to Little Baby. Best Male Hip Hop Artist Award went to Nipsey Hussle. Best Female Hip Hop Artist, again, Cardi B. Video of the Year, Childish Gambino. Donald Glover, This is America. Video Director of the Year Award went to Karina Evans. Dr. Bobby Jones' Best Gospel Inspiration Award went to Snoop Dogg featuring Rance, Blessing Me Again. Best International Act went to Bernard Boy from Nigeria. Best New International Act went to Shoma Josie Jazi from South Africa. Best Actress Award went to Regina King. Again, Best Actor Award went to Michael B. Jordan. Young Star Award went to uh, Marseille Martin. Best Movie Award went to Black Klansman. And um, also uh, Coca-Cola Viewers' Choice Award went to Ella May for her song Trip. And Best Her Award went to her, the artist her, Gabby Wilson, for Hard Play. So congratulations to all the winners and nominees of the 2019 BET Awards. And Cardi B, she turned up the heat on her Instagram page by sharing yet another racy picture. The 26-year-old rapper went NSFW, NSFW in the new photo, which she posted on her social media account on Friday, June 21st, after very, leaving very little to the imagination in a fishnet dress. The new picture apparently shared behind the scenes looks of her character in the upcoming movie Hustlers. Playing a stripper in the Jennifer Lopez starring film, she posed in a very revealing purple bodysuit that didn't cover her breasts. She, however, kept her modesty as she wore bejeweled nipple pasties. The Bronx Femme completed a provocative look with fishnet stockings and silver lace platform heels as she posed in what appeared to be a dressing room. She revealed that she wore at least an item from Rihanna's Fenty lingerie collection, writing in the caption, quote, diamonds like to wear fancy lingerie, unquote. Hustlers, which is directed by Lorene Scafaria, which marks Cardi's film debut, the movie which also starred Constant Wu, Lily Reinhardt, Julia Stiles, and Kiki Palmer, follows a group of former erotic dancers who turn the tables on their rich Wall Street clients. And speaking of Cardi B, she was back in New York courtroom, in a New York courtroom on Tuesday, yesterday, to plead not guilty to charges relating to a strip club brawl last year. The money hit maker, who um, was indicted on 12 unspecified counts on Friday, and on Tuesday, the filing was unsealed as the rapper appeared before a judge at Queen's Supreme Court for her arrangement hearing. Now, during the proceedings, uh, prosecutors revealed that Cardi was facing two felonies of attempted assault with intent to cause serious injuries, while the remaining charges, all misdemeanor, including harassment, criminal uh, solicitation, conspiracy, and reckless endangerment, asked how she wished to plead the hip-hop star. She said she she pleaded not guilty. Now, Cardi and two associates who had also denied the charges stand accused of attacking a pair of female bartenders, sisters known as Jade and Batty G, at the Angel Strip Club in Manhattan last August after suspecting one of them had slept with her husband, Migos, the rapper Offset. The 26-year-old rejected a no 
jail plea deal to settle the legal trouble in April when she only faced misdemeanor for assault and reckless endangerment, prompting prosecutors to present the case to members of a grand jury who determined there was enough evidence to upgrade the charges to include the two felonies. If convicted, Cardi could face up to four years in jail, according to TMZ. The arrangement hearing took place three days after the mother of one definitely told Fan she has no plans to land behind bars. Cardi and Offset share their baby culture, who turns one next month. One, yeah, next month in July. So, wow, it's been a year already. Wow. And Nipsey Hussle girlfriend, actress Lauren London, and his family got emotional during a tribute to the late rapper at the 2019 BET Awards. Uh, the hitmaker was honored with the Humanitarian Award at the Sunday, June 23rd ceremony. T.I. was on hand to present the award while he introduced the Los Angeles-born MC, Lauren and Nipsey 10-year-old daughter Imani, who sat in the front row among the audience, was seen holding back tears. Lauren then took to the, to the stage to accept the award along with Imani and Lauren and Nipsey two-year-old son Cross. Nipsey's sister, Samantha Smith, as well as his mother, Angelique Smith, and their, his father and grandmother. The tribute continued with a musical performance by Marsha Ambrosius, who sang Real Big. YG delivered a rendition of Last Time I Checked, followed by John Legend and DJ Khaled, who also honored Nipsey with an emotional performance of Higher. And Mike Epps is once again a married man. The Meet the Black star tied the knot with his fiancée, Kyra Robinson, during an intimate ceremony at Pelican Hill Resort in Newport Beach, California, on Sunday, June 23rd. Details regarding their nuptials are currently unknown, as both Mike and Kyra has yet to post about it on their social media accounts. But some of the guests, including Snoop Dogg and rapper Omar Ray, they have already shared footage from the wedding. The Turn It Up musician uploaded on Instagram a picture of him, Mike, and other attendees at the wedding venue. He also posted a couple of pictures of him with both Mike and Snoop. And while Snoop didn't attend the BET Awards for the wedding, it wasn't the case for T.I. and his wife, Tiny. The couple immediately flew from Los Angeles to Newport Beach by helicopter, and the rapper uh, documented it on Instagram. Uh, he said, quote, Chopper City out the ghetto. And he captured a picture of him and the escaped singer sitting inside a black helicopter. Mike and Kyra announced the engagement in May of last year after going public with their relationship in the summer of 2017. The couple celebrated their engagement with a slew of family and friends at a party. And prior to his romance with Kyra, Mike was married to Michelle McCain for 12 years. He filed for divorce in 2016, and the divorce was finalized in September of 2017. Right now we have uh, 18 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where uh, every Wednesday I try to bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Just go to uh, www.facebook.com slash radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertainment Number One. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Minnie Kalen is donating $40,000 
to charity to mark her 40th birthday, which she celebrated on Monday, June 24. The late night star took to Twitter to announce plans to donate 1,000 each to 40 different charities to mark her big day and asked her fans to suggest organizations that would benefit from the generous donation. Following numerous tweets from her followers, Mindy started compiling a list of lucky charities who would be receiving one of her gifts with those chosen, including the Trevor Project, Charity Water, St. Jude Children Research Hospital, and N-Rape on Campus. As Wynn went to press, Mindy had just four more spaces on her list. Earlier, the Mindy Project comedian had reflected on her big birthday, tweeting, quote, just doing what I do every birthday morning, listening to the Graceland album and weeping my eyes out, reflecting on the joys and heartbreaks of my life. Today I look back, tomorrow I look forward. Happy birthday to me. I worked hard these 40 years, unquote. And Sarah Hyland is back at home following a four-day hospital stay. The Modern Family Star spent the weekend being treated for symptoms doctor could not account for. And on Monday, June 24th, the actors took to Instagram to thank fans for their well wishes. She said on her Instagram story um, that she went in the hospital because she was feeling like she was being choked from whatever in the house. They ran multiple tests multiple times, and there was nothing physically wrong with her. So she was just wondering why was she here. The actor has been open about her health struggles over the years, speaking out about the battles with kidney dysplasia, which required two transplants. Highland also struggled with endometriosis and has undergone a total of 16 surgeries. Kevin Costner has stunned the fans of his hit 1992 film, The Bodyguard, by revealing the woman on the poster for the movie wasn't Whitney Houston. The actor tells Entertainment Weekly that his co-star was unavailable for the shoot, and so movie bosses opt to use a body double. Costner said Whitney had gone home, and that was her double, and her head was buried into his shoulder, which was appropriate because she was frightened. The iconic poster shot was taken by his photographer pal, Ben Glass. In the hit film, Costner played the titular character as ex-Secret Service agent assigned to protect R&B single Rachel Marin, played by Houston. And Chicago police official released nearly 70 hours of investigative video footage in the relation to the Jesse Smollett case, and this is according to ABC Chicago. One of the videos obtained by the outlet captured the aftermath of the alleged attack on January 29th, moments after Smollett called police to file a report. In the police body cam video, officers are shown arriving at the Empire Actors apartment in Chicago, and after speaking with the manager of the building who accompanied the officers to Jesse's apartment, he can be seen with a long white rope around his neck while he while his face is blurred out. He explained that two men doused him with bleach and then placed a noose around his neck. Small light manager can also be seen in the footage while he explained his concern regarding the situation. Police then asked the actor if he wants to remove the noose, to which he does. After he learned that officers are filming, he asked the cops to turn the, the cameras off. Last week, a Cook County judge ordered a special prosecutor to reinvestigate the case after a month-long continuous battle between the actor and the Chicago Police Department. Days after the alleged hate crime incident, Smollett was accused of staging his own attack by investigators, while the actor, his team, and his co-workers, they just strictly denied the claim. And the Chicago Police Department moved forward to arrest and charge Smollett with one count of disorderly conduct, 
for filing a false police report. Now, Smollett was later indicted by a grand jury on 16 counts of disorderly conduct for filing a police report. The state attorney office ran by Kim Fox later dropped the charges against the actor, and while Smollett faces a possible second round of charges in the appointment of a new prosecutor, his career has also taken a hit due to the fallout from the investigation. Fox producer announced the actor would not be returning to the last season of the hit network show. And it's also the last, yeah, the last season. This this is it. Um, Janet Jackson, who is now 53 years old, and she looked damn good, she dished on her thoughts regarding whether or not her brother's musical impact will be diminished because of the uh, molestation claims on the 10-year death anniversary of his death on June 25th, which was yesterday. In a rare sit-down with the Sunday, Sunday Times of London, Jackson dished that she feels that her brother's legacy will remain solid. It will continue, she said. She said, I love it when I see kids emulating him, when adults still listen to the music. It just lets you know the impact that my family had had on the world. I hope I'm not sounding arrogant in any way. I'm just stating what is. It's really all God's doing, and I'm just thankful for that, unquote. The explosive HBO Leaving Netherlands documentary unveiled claims that Jackson sexually molested two young men, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, in the 80s and 90s at his famous Neverland Ranch located in Santa Barbara, California. The Jackson family disputed the claim prior to the documentary release and publicly denied their brother against the claims during the film publicly denied, defended, I'm sorry, publicly defended uh, their brother against the claim during the film promotion. And since the documentary released a timeline of Safe Chuck claim, it comes into question after he stated that the abuse occurred from 1988 until 1992, even though Jackson Home wasn't finished until 1993. However, Safe Chuck and Robson stand by their claim that they suffered at the hands of the pop star. Right now, we have here uh, 25 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, Coming up, I'm going to give you the latest about uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, He has filed another appeal of his sexual assault conviction, and I'll tell you what's the latest. Also, NeNe Leakes has uh, set the record straight that she will be returning to season 12 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And also, speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy Burris is reportedly preparing for another TV show. I'll tell you what that is about. And uh, fans could have seen uh, Black China joining the Love & Hip Hop Hollywood franchise, but she turned it down, and I'll tell you why she turned it down. And NBC's Today show just celebrated their 25th anniversary at their iconic Studio 1A. And uh, a lot of people were uh, happy that um, Matt Lauer was nowhere to be seen. I'll tell you more about it. All those stories are more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from DJ Khaled. Uh, the song called You Stay featuring Meat Mills, J Balvin, Little Baby, and Jeremiah from his new album, Father of Assad. All right, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about jail comedian Bill Cosby. Well, he has filed another appeal of his sexual assault conviction, arguing five of his accusers should not have been permitted to testify during his second trial. The embattled comic is currently serving a three- to ten-year prison sentence for allegedly drugging and assaulting uh, Andrea Constant in 2004, and during her second trial last year, actress Louisa Maurice and Angela Leslie and five other women also accuse him of sexual misconduct. On Tuesday, June 25th, Cosby lawyer uh, filed a court document in Philadelphia claiming his conviction was not based on any credible evidence that he actually committed the crime for which he was on trial. They have also taken issue with account from five of his alleged victims who testified Cosby uh, supplied them with pills, before assaulting them, calling the account inflammatory evidence with no probative value to the actual crime charge. Cosby spokesman Andrew Wyatt believed the appeal is an important step in ensuring that Mr. Cosby receive a hearing from a fair and impartial court. The star filed an appeal to a lower court in December of 2018. And amid speculation that Nene Leakes won't return for season 12 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the TV star has set the record straight. During her appearance on the Magic Radio Show this week, Nene confirmed that she would be back for the upcoming season. The 51-year-old reality TV star told Vic Jagger, she said, quote, I have never been suspended and I'm on season 12. Thank you very much. Nene also addressed rumors about her preparing for a spinoff, which reportedly would focus on Nene and her swag boutique staff. She revealed she didn't have a spinoff in the works, at least not that she knows of. Previous report claimed that the rumor spinoff would follow Nene as she managed her swag sale associates in the swag boutique. It would also feature the life of its very eccentric crew, which include them working and partying together. Obviously, it would also offer an insight into them dealing with real-life drama. Rumors of Nene getting suspended started after Nene physically attacked a cameraman who tried to follow Candy Burris and Portia Williams as they went into her closet. And speaking of Candy Burris, it's reportedly uh, she is reportedly re- preparing for another TV show. A new report suggests that the Real Housewives of Atlanta star is going to bring her family restaurant, Old Lady Gang, to the small screen. According to the Jasmine brand, the TV star is prepping for a, a new series following her husband, Todd Tucker, and the staff of the popular soul food restaurant, which is based on the recipe of her mother, Joyce Jones, and aunt Nara and Bertha. However, it remains to be seen if it will be in the form of a spinoff series or special. The site notes that the planned project is expected to be another success, and it is not the first time Candy is given Real Housewives spinoffs. Prior to this, she starred on the Candy Factory that offered music industry hopefuls a chance to work with the hit songwriter. She also appeared on Candy's Wedding, which followed her glamorous nuptials to Todd. 
And additionally, the Bravo star documented her drama-filled vacation on Candy Ski Trip back in 2015. Following its opening in 2016, Old Lady Gang business had expanded greatly. It currently has spread in three Atlanta locations, including uh, Peter Street, Camp Creek, and even a mini location in the State Farm Arena. Neither Candy nor her husband had yet to comment on the report. And John Stamos will be reprising his role as Dr. Nikki in the second season of the hit TV series, You. The 55-year-old actor plays a psychi- uh, psychologist opposite Penn Bagley and Elizabeth Lale in the first series of the program and was last seen being carted off by police after Penn's Joe framed him for the murder of Elizabeth character Beck, as well as Beck's friend Pete Salinger and Beck's ex-boyfriend Benji. It was unknown if uh, John would be back for the upcoming return of the show, but the screen star delighted fans as he confirmed his comeback while visiting the opening of a private art exhibit last Saturday, June 22nd. And fans could have seen Black China joining Love and Hip Hop Hollywood if only she didn't turn it down. A new report suggests that producers at the popular VH1 reality show was interested to make the former stripper join the show, but it seems like China didn't think the compensation is worth it. According to the Jasmine brand, the producers and China had discussions about her potential joining season six of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. It was said that China was initially open to do a show to do the show. Uh, She reportedly aimed to get her own spinoff. However, she felt that the offer wasn't as big as she wanted it. Uh, The site claimed that the offer that they gave her was too small, so she turned it down. Uh, China is preparing for her upcoming reality show, The Real Black China, and it was not without drama. Uh, Earlier this month, the former Robin China star blasted ex-Rob Kardashian and his family for not letting their daughter Dream appear on her new The Zeus show. The Real Black China is set to premiere December on The Zeus. And Naomi Watts promised fans of Games of Thrones that they won't be let down by the show upcoming pre- prequel series. The 50-year-old actress is set to start in the highly anticipated upcoming installment of the saga, which is the brainchild of creator and author George R.R. R. Martin and showrunner Jane Goldman. Naomi was thrilled to be involved in the Game of Thrones prequel, which is reportedly set 5,000 years before the events of the hit HBO series, which recently came to an end after eight seasons. After the exaggerated hype to promote the final season of the original series, which starred Kit Harington, Amelia Clark, and Sophie Turner, it caused Naomi to worry that the as-yet-untitled show will struggle to meet everyone's expectations. Now, according to the Belfast Telegraph, production of the Pequel spinoff has already started off the, off the coast of uh, Northern Ireland, with other sites being set up for filming, including Titanic Studios in Belfast. And NBC Today is celebrating the 25th anniversary of their iconic Studio 1A on Thursday. I think it was last Thursday, actually. Um, A lot of the NBC anchors, both the current ones and the former ones, were featured in the celebratory video for the milestone though Matt Lauer was nowhere to be seen. The five-minute video, which offers the special moments over the years, opened with a uh, shot of then-host Katie Couric and Brian Gumbel in the 90s. The two can be seen introducing their viewers to the newly constructed studio and welcoming fans cheering in the plaza outside. 
And later, a longtime weatherman, Al Roker, said in the interview that the crowd is really a cast member. They come out in all kinds of weather. The video further highlights some memorable moments on the show. They include swimming pools, wedding chapels, petting zoos being placed in the plaza, as well as the Halloween, the Halloween costumes the host wear every year. Also featured in the montage are famous faces who have been a guest on the show, such as Bruno Mars, Cher, Ricky Martin, Mariah Carey, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, Aerosmith, and One Direction. Matt, who co-hosts the show for more than 20 years, was fired from today back in November 2017 following allegations of inappropriate sexual behavior at work. Meanwhile, people are praising NBC for deliberately editing out the disgrace anchor as one Twitter user said, quote, thank you for not including Matt Lauer. You did the right thing. Others were wondering where was Ann Curry in the video. And Riverdale will pay tribute to the late Luke Perry in the opening episode of its upcoming fourth season. Perry played Fred Andrews, the father of K.G. Appa's character, Archie Andrews, in the first three series of the hit CW show. And the star... Um, who passed away after suffering a stroke in March at the age of 52, will be honored in the show next installment titled In Memoriam. In Memoriam. Uh, Perry's last appearance on Riverdale was a season three episode, Fear the Reaper, and the character and his character was said to be out of town for the remainder of the season. And in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, uh, I think the... Um, the character, um, according to the, the Hollywood Reporter, they didn't want to rush a resolution for the character so soon after the Beverly Hills 9021R star's death. Uh, see, if that makes sense. Uh, season 4 of Riverdale will start production this summer, and it's set to premiere on October 8th. And Big Little Lies castmate Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman, they're returning for the movie adaptation of the Tony-nominated stage musical The Prom. TV mogul Ryan Murphy has announced his star-studded cast for the Netflix project, and it will also feature James Corden, Ariana Grande, Aquafina, uh, Keegan, Michael Key, and Andrew Reynolds, who happens to be a friend of, to the show. Uh, Sources tell Deadline Murphy will start shooting in December, ahead of the late 2020 release in cinemas and on the streaming service. The project is one of several projects Murphy is developing for Netflix. These include the series The Politician and Ratchet and a movie adaptation of another stage musical, The Boys in the Band. In the prompts, uh, Meryl Streep, who turned 70 on Saturday, this past Saturday, will reportedly play a two-time Tony winner who teams up with Corden's character to, re to rehabilitate uh, their flagging careers by launching a campaign to support a high school senior banned from taking her girlfriend to the prom. Now, Key will play the principal of the Indiana school behind the band who falls in love with Street character. Grande will develop the soundtrack alongside Murphy and her manager, Scooter Bond. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Hey. 
lips that you type on that so weak They just turn off on them So cheap and your sex so deep Your sex so deep You got it girl, you got it You got it girl, you got it Yeah, pretty little thing you got a bag and now you violent You just took it off a line on my list
that was a new new music from Chris Brown featuring Drake and new no guidance. All right, we have here about 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Samuel L. Jackson has been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe since the uh, the beginning, since uh, 2008 Iron Man. But apparently not everyone knows his character Nick Fury so well. The uh, actor recently knows an era in a Spider-Man Far From Home poster, and he's not happy about it. The 70-year-old star pointed this out on Instagram on Sunday by posting a photo of the two side-by-side Far From Home posters. Uh, One of the posters featured his character wearing his signature eye patch on his right eye rather than the correct left eye. The other poster, however, places the eye patch on the correct eye. Now, making it clear that he's upset, Jackson wrote in the caption, Ugh, what in the actual F is going on here? <laughs> and he put hashtag heads going to roll, hashtag left eye the photo was first posted online by an eagle-eyed Marvel fan on Reddit with the humorous title called Which Eye Did He Injure? Another Reddit user hilariously responded by saying, quote, All this time Nick Fury had just been defrauding the government for disability. And another one suggested saying, quote, Obviously one of the pictures is actually a selfie, which is why it flipped compared to the other. The origin of Fury's... Uh, Dick Furry's iconic eye patch was revealed in Captain Marvel where um, Furry eye was scratched by Goose the cat which looked like he looked like a normal household cat but was actually an alien um, called a flurkin. Now Jackson Wilbur prides his role as Furry in the Far From Home which is set to uh, I think set to come out on July 2nd. Uh, Tom Holland returns as Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, with Zendaya Coleman, Jacob, uh, Jacob Batalon, and Marissa Tomei, among other returning cast members. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal is additionally stars as Mysterio. And uh, Tom Hardy is officially confirmed to return for the upcoming Venom movie, the Venom sequel. The 41-year-old starred in last year's uh, movie as journalist Eddie Brock, who transformed into this monstrous creature based on the Marvel comic character of the same name after his body merges with an alien symbiotic life form. Now, producer Amy Pascal revealed to Fandango that the Oscar-nominated British actor is on board for the follow-up to the hit movie, which also starred Michelle Williams and Riz Ahmed. She also teased the possibility that Tom Holland's Spider-Man could show up in Venom 2. The first Venom movie recently mostly negative reviews from critics, but was one of the highest grossing films of 2018, bringing in more than $850 million at the worldwide box office. A sequel was teased in the end scene of the film, which Hardy character Eddie Brock interviews convicted serial killer Cletus Cassidy, uh, played by Woody Harrelson in prison. Fans have speculated that his line points to Harrison playing Carnage, one of Venom's biggest villains in the comic book series, in the upcoming sequel. 
And Toy Story 4 has arrived to save box office from sluggish weekends. The fourth installment of the hit anime movie series has become a new champion at the chart, debuting to an estimated $118 million domestically. The Josh Cooley direct flick, however, fell considerably short of Disney's initial projection of 140 to $160 million opening. It, however, is still more than good enough to become the third highest opening for a Pixar film and the fourth highest opening for an animated film ever. And despite the movie Rare Review earning about 98% rating on review, uh, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, people apparently doubted if they needed another sequel after Toy Story 3 wrapped up the series so perfectly. Now, Disney, however, remained optimistic about the flick long haul, and they said that the... Uh, when the international markets are taken into account, Toy Story 4 has performed even better. The, the movie opened to a stellar $238 million worldwide, including $120 million from the foreign theaters. It marked the third highest opening for the Pixar film and the fourth highest opening for an animated film ever behind 2018 Incredibles 2. Uh, which ranked ranked in 182 million, and 2016 Finding Dory 135 million, and 2007 Shrek the Third 121 million. And back here, uh, back to the North American box office, the new Child Play movie debuted at number two with an estimated 14 million. That's a solid start for the modestly budget horror film, which stars Star Wars veteran Mark Hamill as the voice of evil doll Chucky. The remake of the 1998 thriller reportedly cost only $10 million to produce. And Disney live-action Aladdin hold on to number three with additional $12.2 million. Men in Black International, on the other hand, other hand just dipped from number one to number four with approximately 10.8. And followed by The Secret Life of Pet 2, which also plunged from number two to number five with an estimated $10.3 million. And uh, Cheryl Crow is still other in other belief after learning that the master tapes of her hit album were destroyed in a vault fire that was covered up for 11 years. The singer-songwriter originally recording of the Tuesday Night Music Club and the Globe Session was among those that went up in flames in the 2008 blaze at Universal Studio in California. The extent of the fire only came to light in the New York Times article published earlier this month, and she is still trying to come into terms with the news. And this what Crow she told the BBC she says she it absolutely grieves me it feels a little um, she says I can't understand first and foremost how you could store anything in a vault that didn't have sprinklers and secondly I can't understand how you could make safeties duplicates and have them in the same vault I mean what's the point and thirdly I can't understand how it's been 11 years and I don't understand the cover-up According to the Times sources, the fire destroyed thousands of master tapes and featuring recordings by the likes of Aretha Franklin, Chuck Berry, Janet Jackson, and Nirvana. Universal bosses have disputed the facts of the article, insisting that the extent of the losses has been overstated, but Crow is far from convinced. Crow said that what grieves her more than any of that is the fact that Buddy Holly, Holly and Billie Holiday and Duke Ellington, all this important music has been erased. And it's not just the music, it's the dialogue between the music, and it's the, the takes that didn't make it. It's the version we'll never hear, unquote. Uh, Elton John has released a digital restore version of his I'm Still Standing music video after footage was rescued from the sea. Director Russell McC Mulcahy, he thought he lost the clips from the 1983 promo when he fell off the Carlton Beach Pier in Cannes, in Cannes, in Cannes, France, 
in Cannes, France, while clutching his camera and into the ocean. But the footage had been lovingly re- reconstructed from scratch, and this is according to Rolling Stone. Now, recalling the colorful shoot, uh, Makahi tells the publication that um, the energy that you see in the video is the was the energy on the set. And he says, it's just a fantastic song. It surfaced just at the right time in Elton's career. Um, it sends a clear message. This is what he said, that everyone can have a fall, but you can get back up. And that's the answer. Uh, the Rocker has also released a live performance of the song captured at the Rocket Man premiere at the party during the this year Cannes International Film Festival in May. Uh, Pitbull postponed his concert in uh, Washington on Monday after suffering a family emergency. The Timber hitmaker was due to perform at the city's Northern Northern Quest Casino, but canceled at the last minute due to personal troubles. The Latin superstar wasted no time in rescheduling the gig, however, and will instead perform at the casino on September 6th. Pitbull's real name, Armando Christian Perez, is yet to publicly elaborate on the nature of his family woes. And Mick Jagger took to the stage to perform with the Rolling Stones for the first time since undergoing heart surgery earlier this year. The 75-year-old was hospitalized in April and underwent a heart valve replacement, leading to the Rockers postponing 14 dates of their U.S. no-filter tour. And on Friday, June 21st, the band frontman made a triumphant return to the stage, performing for more than three hours in front of 60,000 people at Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. Fans at the gig, which kicked off the rescheduled leg of the band's North American tour, shared videos and photos on social media showing Jagger singing and dancing on stage. And according to TMZ.com, the rocker pleased fans with a selection of their most iconic hits, including Satisfaction, Sympathy for the Devil, Hunk. Tonk Woman, Women, Start Up Me Up, Painted Black, Gimme Shelter, and Jumping Jack Flash. April Levine is preparing to take the stage for the first time in five years after announcing dates for a North American tour on Monday, June 24th. The Canadian singer who has been battling Lyme disease since 2014 confirmed the news with a video on Twitter. Levine will kick off the trek on September 14th in Seattle, Washington, and has dates lined up to Los for lined up in Los Angeles and New York City before wrapping up the 15-day tour in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on October 11th. The tour will support her latest album, Head Above Water, which was released in February. And Christina Aguilera shared shared a heartfelt post with fans as she celebrated the 20-year anniversary of her debut hit, Genie in a Bottle. The singer took to Instagram on Saturday, June 22nd, to mark the milestone, sharing a screenshot of the front cover of her self-titled debut album. Genie in a Bottle sold more than 7 million copies worldwide and set the former, the all-new Mickey Mouse Club star, on the track to superstardom. The 38-year-old later shared a throwback video from around the time the single was released, which showed Aguilera revealing her career ambitions. uh, Christina, she followed her self-titled album with a Spanish album, Me Reflecto, in 2000, and then 2002 Strip, which spawned the racy hit single Dirty, and Aguilera released her eighth studio album, Liberation, in June of last year. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. 
and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.